Hey Central, thanks for joining me for another weekly update. You know, this is a special one because this is the week of weeks, the height of the Christian calendar. We are in Holy Week, just had Palm Sunday, moving towards Good Friday and Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. It is the week of weeks, and yet it is a weird one, isn't it? This year, it's a strange one. Everything's different. I mean, even if you don't go to church regularly, what is it? It's Christmas and Easter. And yet this year, we aren't going to gather in person to celebrate that Jesus rose. Nonetheless, we we have been working to uh, make it as special as we can under the circumstances and have a Good Friday service that will be online and an Easter Sunday service that will be online. And we hope that it will be uh, encouraging and beautiful to you, even under these circumstances. It's also been a great week because our Help in Time of Need initiative has really taken off. Um, We have over 70 individuals now from Central who have made themselves available. Over 70 individuals saying, hey, I can help in this way or in this way or in this way. And that's really amazing. We've also had a number of individuals now um, request help because this is a time of need for them. And I'll just give you a little snapshot of, of what's been going on with that. In the last couple of days, we had two different individuals reach out asking for help, for food, for groceries, and um in the one scenario, in one part of Chilliwack, um, the response was sent out to see if anyone could uh, meet that need from our response team. And within 15 minutes, someone got back to them. On the other can, uh, occasion across the city, two individuals within 10 minutes reached out and said, I can meet that need. I can meet that need. We had a woman uh, reach out to us for help, and when someone from our team followed up um, to see how we could help, she said, oh, I actually don't need help right now. I was just seeing if you were for real. <laughs> she assumed when she was referred to us from someone that uh, that's all a show. They, they wouldn't actually do anything for me. And so she was kind of blown away. And, uh, and then she said, you know, I don't need help now. But um, very likely in the near future, I may need some help and I will let you know. And it is such a privilege to to get to love our cities right now. And um, to shine the light of Jesus into people's lives in a difficult time. So I'm so proud of Central and so grateful. And we just feel the privilege of the opportunity of getting to be a blessing to people right now. So I'm really thankful for that. Romans 8.18 says, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. I I think that's such a helpful verse for us in this moment. And I find it really helpful regularly, actually, um, to take the gospel story, the good news of Jesus Christ, and to look back and to look forward in that gospel story because it helps ground us and give us the right perspective that we should and that we can have in the gospel. Let me explain what I mean. 
When I say looking back, I mean look back at the cross. Look at what Jesus accomplished for you, paying the penalty for your sins and bearing the wrath of God for you. Jesus did that. We can look back at the cross and see that Jesus accomplished those things for us. We can also, at the same time, look ahead. We can look ahead, like the verse says, to the glory that will be revealed to us. And I think that really refers to the resurrected bodies we will have in the new heavens and new earth when everything will be made new and we will be in the presence of Jesus. So Jesus bore far worse than any suffering we may experience. And it says that categorically, no matter what our suffering may be, Jesus bore far worse in the past, but he did it for us in love. And the glory that lies ahead of us is secure because Jesus didn't just die on the cross, but he rose again. The tomb is empty. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for us now and will see us all the way through. He is something of a first fruits of what is in store for us. He's proof that the resurrection's in store and his promises are true. That's the future. And you know what that does? You know what that does now is it frees us. It frees us. We're freed from fear over the three things humanity cannot solve. No matter our ingenuity, we cannot solve these three problems. Sin, suffering, and death. And so in the gospel, as we actually reflect about these troubling realities of sin, suffering, and death, we can see that because our sin was dealt with by Jesus on the cross in the past, Jesus has dealt with the issue of sin. Because the tomb is empty, it marks the death of death, and we do not need to fear death then because Jesus has dealt decisively with it, and his promise for us exists in the future beyond death. And so those truths help us interpret any suffering we experience now as 2 Corinthians 4 puts it, mere light and momentary affliction. Now, those things are true. They are the gospel. And so some of you might be thinking, okay, yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I get that intellectually, I get that spiritually, but, but practically speaking on the ground in my life, it doesn't feel light and momentary. I mean, I assume some of you have cried real tears. I assume some of you have been very anxious, um, discouraged, worried. Uh, you're facing hardship right now. And so I understand that you might be hearing this and say, yeah, I get that the hardship I'm in right now isn't worth comparing with the certainty I have of an eternity with Jesus. But I just got to tell you, like, things are hard. And, and I find the story of Jesus raising Lazarus just really helpful here. Because in that story, in the Gospels, what we see is Jesus is going to raise Lazarus. But before he does, he weeps for his friends. And he weeps for the anguish of those around him who were grieving real losses. And what we see Jesus do is he, he weeps himself. He joins their grief before he decisively deals with the root of their grief, which he goes on to do. But what that means is that Jesus in the midst of our sufferings is full of compassion. 
Did he deal decisively with our sin in the past? Is our future secure in him? The death and resurrection of Jesus? Yes, those things are true. But he's also deeply compassionate, even weeping in the midst of our difficulties. I just want to invite you this week, look back and look forward and then let that free you now to trust God, to bless others and praise Jesus. Like I said, it's going to be a different Easter than usual, but I look forward to celebrating with you nonetheless this Easter Sunday. I love you, Central. We'll talk to you soon. Happy Easter. Easter.